When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more pitching podcast from Pitchless.com. My name is Nick Today is July 14th. And yes, oh yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Spencer Watkins went five innings, one to run four. It's two walks in five cases. He loved the SB Roundup yesterday. That's great. He did well against the Cubs. I'm not really digging what he does that much, but his command was pretty good. Four seamers were in a good spot. Sliders and cutters were on the other side, uh, arm side for the fastballs and glove side for uh, for all the breaking stuff. But he does have, uh, you know, he's going to go into the second half, likely against ALE's opponents. I don't really think this is something you pick up, but just keep it in mind um, for August. That's all. Uh, John Gray, though. Oh, man. Seven innings, nine strikeouts, one hit, zero and run, zero walks. He's killing it. 16 whiffs on the slider last night, 96-97 on the fastball. Gets the Marlins likely after the break. This is so good. Uh, Ross Stripling is doing good things here. Seven innings, zero runs, two hits, zero walks, and six Ks, and just 81 pitches. Really nice pitch separation. That is high heaters in a good spot, good changeups, good breakers. And now he's going to go likely against the, I believe, the Royals. No, he's not. He's going to miss that Royals thing. So, it's all about what matchups we get moving forward, but my skepticism of Stripling uh, post-All-Star break, well, it's it's getting alleviated a little bit. Uh, I can feel a little bit better about Stripling moving forward if, of course, he has this command. It does make it a little bit more believable to me. That's all I'm trying to say. Terrible, terrible English I have given you in the last 30 seconds. Coffee Cakes went against the Miami Marlins as Brubaker went seven innings, zero runs, three hits, two walks, and nine strikeouts. He's capable of having these kinds of starts. 80% strikes on his curveballs, nine whiffs on his slider, 38% CSW on his sinker, etc. It's good to see, but he's just worth a random shot here and there and nothing to actually invest in in 12-teamers. Lucas Giolito had a good outing against the Guardian, 6.1 innings, zero runs, five hits, one walk, and five strikeouts, but it was 91.8 on the fastball. And I don't love that. I'm pretty terrified of that, actually. Normally, 93-94. You want to see over 94, honestly, for G- to be Giolito that we've seen last year. I wanted to label Giolito as a buy-low in the second half. But this, this is a little scary. Maybe he does bounce back, and hopefully the rest of the All-Star break does give him the, you know, the energy and lack of fatigue, I guess, to excel in the second half. So... Feel free to buy a low if you want, but you might be asking for a, a tall price after a start like this, and it may not be worth it. We'll see. Adam Wainwright against the Dodgers, 5.1 innings of zero in runs, which is great, and I'm really happy for him there, but eight base runners and five strikeouts, 114 pitches needed for under six frames. It's all right. He'll go against the Reds next, and that will be fine. Uh, Eric Swanson, it was a bullpen game. Tommy Malone, no thank you. Same with John Berbia with Sam Long. Aaron Savali was pulled with a wrist injury, and I hope he's okay. Uh, Shane McClanahan went 6.1 innings against the Red Sox. Interesting note, he was pulled at 85 pitches with one out in the seventh, and they didn't let him finish the seventh. Maybe they just said, you know what? We're going to take this easy. 85 pitches is around where we want to limit you, and that's fine. Uh, McClanahan has been so good that I imagine the Rays don't want to push it too hard, and he's going to have these competitive games later on. He's still got the win and everything, so... I. Uh, 
monitor that. It just might be six innings instead of maybe seven or eight for McClanahan, but which is totally fine. Chris Bassett went six innings, one run, five hits, two walks, and six Ks. 17 whiffs here against Atlanta. Uh, you should feel really nice about Chris Bassett right now. He looks like he's going to get his aces going to ace uh, label once again um, come early August or maybe even late July. We'll see. Uh, Brady Singer was our stream pick of the day and it worked against the Tiger. Six innings, one earned run. Terrible whip. Seven hits and five walks, six Ks. But because of the win, I think it was three out of the four things helped you. It means I get the stream of victory. But yeah, I'm sorry about that whip. That's just mm. sinker slider here against the worst team against the right-handers in baseball. But nothing new. That's all. Uh, Chris Flexen against the Nationals. It's one strikeout in six innings, but one and run and a 1-3-3 whip. He is such a Toby. Six is two walks here. Uh, Joe Ryan against the Brewers had a nice fastball, but not a nice slider. 5.1 innings, one and run, two hits, two walks, and three Ks. I'm not going to expect Joe Ryan to really be a top 30, top 25 play until I see the slider take that next step. So he'll likely be hovering around the 40s or so of my rankings until then, maybe even the 50s. Uh, Pablo Lopez against the Pirates, five innings, one and run, one hit. But four walks and three K is a little underwhelming. He's ace of very good, uh, even though he doesn't have the same like six innings that Walker Bueller did. That's kind of how he's been. He's been always consistently good, just not really so overwhelming, right? And that's just how it is with Pablo Lopez as he goes change up four seamer and never expect the cutter and curveball to really make that large of an impact. Aaron Ashby went against the Twins. It was a clear bench given the limited pitches he had. 72 in his last start, 101 in this, which is surprising. But 4.1 innings of one and run, six is three walks in five Ks. We're going to expect more uh, from Ashby in the second half. I'm just hoping he develops. That's the whole idea. He should. He has really good stuff, but the command hasn't quite locked in yet. Hopefully he does get there um, by mid-August or so. Mike Minor against the Yankees and props him for one and run, but it was four unearned. So, you know, uh, four innings, five, five hits, three walks, and six strikeouts. We move on. Shoei Otani, ace is going to ace. Six innings of one and run, four hits, two walks, 12 strikeouts, 24 whiffs, 43% CSW, a golden goal, a stupid high 55% CSW across 50% usage on the slider. Ugh, it's so good. Um, Zach Gallen against the Giants, he survived, which is wonderful. 6.2 innings of two and runs, four hits, two walks, and five Ks. But he's not really doing the stuff with the changeup in the slider that he used to. Not really getting whiffs of those. He's getting strikes with them, which is nice. But he needs to get whiffs of them if we're going to expect anything much better than this. Eric Fetty, 5.1 innings of turn run, 6 sets, 3 walks, and just one strike. And how am I going to butter my bread with that? Against the Mariners, don't trust the feds. Uh, Justin Steele against the Orioles, unfortunately, did not come with the strikeouts that he had recently. Just one out of 38 whiffs against the four-seamer. So six innings of three and run, six sets, one walk, and three Ks. Whatever. Uh, I really don't want to go after Steel. Uh, Josh Mikowski was in there for, hey, six innings of 300 runs. It's kind of what you're expecting, a PQS that would put him in line for a win, but you went against Jamie McClanahan, and that's not the start you want to pick for Winkowski even against the Rays. Uh, it's one whip, five Ks, sure. He's just a cheap win option, but yeah, went against McClanahan, so you don't do it. Uh, Joe Musgrove against the uh, Rockies inside of Coors. Five innings, five earned runs, nine hits, zero walks, four Ks. Very frustrating here. I, yeah, it's just uh, it's just what happens. And I, uh, yeah, move on with Joe Musgrove. Uh, same with Christian Javier. 3.2 innings, three earned runs, five hits, three walks, and 10 strikeouts. Obviously, a bummer. You got 10 strikeouts, though, as his fastball was just a little bit off here. Um, it got 19 whiffs. I mean, when he executed, he worked, but. He just, he just let guys be passive a little too much here. 
don't worry too much about Christian Javier. Chad Cool inside, of course, against the, the Padres. I mean, 4.2 innings, 300 runs, 7 deaths, 4 walks, 4 2Ks. You do not care. Tarek Skubal hit 100, which is great, and he had bad defense. But honestly, I think there's still things to be fixed here with just kind of wonky command a bit inside the zone. Um, I don't think he's quite there. He had a bit of a dentist after the previous start of six innings, four and runs, eight hits, zero walks, five Ks. He pitched a little bit better than the than the numbers showcase, but still, there's a there's still more work to be done here with Tarek Skubal. I hope for a better second half, especially if he's throwing one, hitting 100. Uh, Luis Severino was pulled, unfortunately, with a sore shoulder after two innings, four and runs, and uh, featuring about two ticks down on his velocity. Not what you want to see. Hopefully, the long all-star break will help him recover. Keep in mind, it can be a while. It can be about 10 days, uh, given that he doesn't need to start the rest of the way here. And then he can be at the back end of the Yankee rotation when he returns. So hopefully, that helps him out. Paul Blackburn against the Rangers. Six innings of five earned runs. Not what you want from your Toby. Uh, 13% curveballs is a little bit weird, considering that's his best pitch. Four walks in this one. The Rangers are better, though, offensively. So hopefully he can recover for the second half. Uh, Charlie Morton against the Mets. Not what you want at all. Five innings of five earned runs. Six at three walks in six Ks. He's fine. Don't worry. It's going to be okay. It was the Mets and just didn't go well today. Uh, Josiah Gray against the Mariners, five earned runs, six hits, three walks in five innings with seven strikeouts, so 49% CSW on the curveball. But yeah, I mean, the Mariners got to him and that's it. Fastball command was pretty bad here. Uh, he gets the Diamondbacks after the break. He should be better there. Tony Gonsolin finally hit some wall. I mean, a lot of these aces did poorly. He had Severino, he had Musgrove struggle, he had Gonsolin, you had Wheeler. And, uh, Gonsolin, five earned runs, seven hits, one walk, six Ks. It's the first time he's really had any sort of struggles. He still had 17 whiffs. It was just too many fastball splitters over the plate and just didn't go his way against the Cardinals while Wheeler. Yeah, same kind of deal. Uh, Slider did not get a single whiff. Um, and he threw too many pitches in the middle of the zone. Six earned runs, seven hits, one walk, four Ks. Sometimes he's able to get away with that, not against the Jays in 4.2 innings. Whatever, we move on. And speaking of moving on, we're going to do the next four days Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right before the break. So we're going to start with today. And it is, uh, Corbin Burns and Carlos Rodon, Framer Valdez, Kyle Wright, Tristan McKenzie, Kevin Gaussman. I have Kevin Gaussman at the bottom here against the Royals. It's a terrible offense. I just don't know how many innings he's going to go with the ankle problem. Um, and, and it seems like he's going today. Finally, I'm super excited about it. But it might just be like four innings or something like that. Um, as he hasn't started for about 10 days now, something along those lines. Nestor Cortez, Carrasco, and uh, Teller Anderson are the other three of probable start now. Carras, uh, Cortez is going against the Reds, has not really been his primary or his premier self. Man, I'm struggling. Uh, he should be fine against the Reds, though. Carrasco, easy against the Cubs, and Teller Anderson, easy against the Cardinals. In the questionable start, too, you have Carrasco, sorry, Castillo, <laughs> Sonny Gray, Marco Gonzalez, Martin Perez, Cutter Crawford, Braxton Garrett, and Blake Snell. Cutter Crawford is the stream pick of the day. I don't know how I feel about that against the Rays, but hopefully that works out. Castillo against the Yankees, questionable start because it's the Yankees, but Castillo's been pitching pretty well. Sonny Gray against the White Sox. He hasn't really had his breakers. Marco Gonzalez and Martin Perez are both Tobies going against each other. Uh, Braxton Garrett against Pittsburgh could work. I debated Crawford versus Garrett as the stream pick of the day. I went with Crawford because I believe that he has a higher strikeout ceiling um, and better win chance. But Braxton Garrett has gone a little bit deeper into games. Same amount of pitch, pitches, but he's a little bit more efficient. We'll see. Um, Blake Snell and then is in cores. It's the middle of questionable and do not start. It is so risky, but 
23 strikeouts, lost two starts for Blake Snell. We'll see. Do not start here. Thompson against the Mets. Rasmussen against the Red Sox. Johnny Cueto against the Twins. Dakota Hudson against the Dodgers. Reed Demers against the Astros. All those are like the worst starts. And I can see some of them in questionable start here. Hudson's velocity has gone down. But the other four, I think if they were in against better opponents, or worse opponents, I should say, um, they would be there. While on the other side of it, Zach Thompson, don't care. Kyle Freeland, Anibal Sanchez, Elvin Rodriguez, and Jackson Coar. Uh, in tomorrow's starters, man, I'm really, I'm really speaking terrible English today. I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh, tomorrow's auto star pitchers are Sandy Alcantara, Alec Manoa, Kling Kershaw, Brandon Woodruff, Robbie Ray, Yu Darvish, and Shane Boz. All of them are aces going to ace safer for Boz and Darvish. Darvish gets the Diamondbacks and Boz gets the Orioles. Orioles are hotter than the Diamondbacks and Boz did struggle in that one inning against the Reds. It was a lot of bad luck too. You, you start them both. You start them all, obviously. Probably start here. Tom Walker against the Cubs. He's also struck out a lot of guys. You do that one. Jose Arquiti goes against the Athletics. You do that one. Questable start too. You can make an argument that Gibson is deserving of probable start going against the Marlins, but they'll get Solaire back, and Gibson is pretty volatile. So still a questionable start here for me. Zach Plesai gets the Tigers, and he's been pretty decent, and the Tigers are really bad. Uh, Hunter Green is a cherry bomb against the Cardinals. Alex Wood could have his velocity against the Brewers. He's going to have his velocity. It's just more about actually the slider command. We'll see if that is there. Tyler Wells has only had one start this entire year, but four strikeouts, and he just struggled three earned runs and four against the Angels. Now he gets the Rays. That could work. It's just not as good as the others. While Jordan Montgomery and Patrick Sandoval have to face the Dodgers and the Red Sox, not respectively, as Montgomery goes, um, hosts the Red Sox tomorrow, and Sandoval hosts the Dodgers uh, both guys could come out on top here. Sandoval's had a lot of whiffs on his slider and his changeup, and Montgomery did survive against the Red Sox last time. It's just a little bit risky. Um, Ian Anderson is a cherry bomb against the uh, Nationals, so we'll see what happens there. And the do not start tier, Stroman and Eovaldi are both here, and that's because Str- Stroman only pitched 59 pitches last time, now gets the Mets. I don't know how long he's going to go. Well, Eovaldi in his rehab start when just three innings and 15 batters face, and he faces the Yankees, I think just take it safe for both of them. But glad to see Evaldi return. Michael Kobeck, also a big name here against the Twins, and his velocity has been down, and I just don't want to risk this. Now, I haven't set a streamer yet, because I haven't been able to select one, and it's incredibly frustrating. At 21, he's Madison Bumgarner against the Padres. I would not start him. 91 miles per hour on the fastball last time, which is good. He had 92 two starts prior. It's the best chance, I think, of all these bad options. Ugh. Um, Devin Smelter against the White Sox just struggled, and he's kind of not as dependable as we want him to be, and the White Sox are really good against lefties. I'd be careful there. Herman Marquez hosts the Pirates. Drew Hutchinson is an outside chance against the Guardians, but I don't want to do that. Patrick Corbin against Atlanta. No, thank you. Cole Irvin at Houston. Jose Quintana and Coors. I mean, come on. Zach Greinke in Toronto, where he has a very low win chance considering how bad the Royals lineup is. Andre Pallante against the Reds, ugh, and uh, Taylor Hearn against the Mariners. It's all just not what you want. Uh, for this weekend, for Saturday and Sunday, we are looking um, via roster resource, so I don't have the ranks of them, but I'm going to go through every single team. So Dean Kramer against the Rays, ugh. Top of do not, bottom of questionable. Nick Pavetta against the Yankees, is do not start. James Santana, do not start against the Red Sox. Ryan Yarbrough against the Orioles do not start. Max Castillo, interesting conversation in Twitch today because it is against the terrible Royals and Max Castillo could theoretically go five innings and get a win there. Something to consider. He's going to be against Daniel Lynch, uh, who's a do not start against the Jays. Ah, 
really, if you're desperate for a win, that might be it. Uh, Lance Lynn against the the Twins is a do not start. Cal Quantrill against the Tigers is a probable start, even though he, I believe, won 300 runs in four innings against them before. Cal Quantrill should be able to make that work. Michael Pineda against the Guardians is a is a not do not is a questionable considering how he can just shove for five innings of two and runs somehow. Um, as I mentioned, Daniel Lynch is a do not start against the Jays. Dylan Bundy against the White Sox, top of do not start. Uh, Jose Arquiti against the Athletics. It actually might be Justin Verlander. I don't really know which one it is. Verlander is an auto start. Of course, you don't need me for that. And Arquiti is a probable. Uh, Jose Suarez against the Dodgers. No, thank you. James Capillion against the Astros. Absolutely not. Logan Gilbert at Texas is a probable start. Uh, Spencer Howard against the Mariners. No way. Max Freed is an auto start against the Nationals. Trevor Rogers against the Phils. And they're uh, missing Bryce Harper still. Ah, bottom of questionable. I think he's pitching a little bit better. Uh, Max Scherzer could be the number one play against the Cubs. Uh, Ranger Suarez is returning from the IL. Don't care. Do not want to do it against the Marlins. Uh, if he was more in rhythm, maybe I would say questionable, but he's not. Apollo uh, Espino could be decent if he gets stretched out later this year against Atlanta, but not now. Drew Smiley against the Mets, no way. Nick Lodolo against the Cardinals, that's a questionable start. Eric Lauer against the Giants is a questionable start. Uh, Mitch Keller at Coors, no way. Uh, Miles Michaelis probable start against the Reds. Tyler Gilbert is a bench against the Padres. Jose Arena against the Pirates, and I imagine this would be the start he does poorly after surviving the Dodgers and inside of Coors hosting the Padres. Jose Arena. I mean, oh, this is not on the road, though. It's in Coors, so that makes it a little bit easier, but still. Do not start. Uh, Jose, uh, sorry, Julio Arias against the Angels and Donaldo start. Mackenzie Gore, they, I don't know if he's going to make this one. It could be Nick Martinez against the Diamondbacks. They've been talking about him being in the pen. If it's Nick Martinez, it might be long relief. It might be like four innings to five. I just am going to kind of avoid it. Maybe get Mackenzie Gore for a cheap win on Saturday and long relief against the Diamondbacks. And then Alex Cobb against the Brewers is a questionable start. Uh, now you have uh, Jordan Lyles on Sunday against the Rays. He's gone two straight streams for me against the Angels and Cubs. I don't know if I want to push my luck, though, against the Rays. He's probably top of do not start. I don't know. Uh, Chris Sale against the Yankees is a bottom of questionable. Ugh, man, I don't know if he's quite ready yet, but maybe he was throwing 95, but is the Yankees and probably won't go so long. Ugh, it's tough. Obviously, you're going to start Gary Cole, even though he allowed, I believe, 500 runs against the Red Sox last time. Corey Kluber is a probable start against the Orioles. He's done well. Um, Jose Brios is an auto start against the Royals because that's such a bad offense with no one playing in Toronto. Um, Dylan Cease is a probable against the Twins. That's a tough whip, guys. Uh, Shane Bieber against the Tigers is an auto start. Bo Brisky against the Guardians. Ugh. Do I prefer him or Jordan Lyles? That's a very tough call. I mean, they're going to get another win, right? So I guess Jordan Lyles. Uh, Chris Bubich against the Jays is a do not start. Chris Archer is a do not start against the White Sox. Jacob Rizzi, I prefer him more than Lyles and Brisky. So that's a problem. Oh, not probable. Questionable start against the Athletics. Uh, Jared Koenig against the Astros is a do not start. Justice Sheffield. Oh, man. He's starting from the Mariners. Uh, do not start at Texas. Uh, Glenn Otto, do not start against the Mariners. Not the worst, but do not start. Spencer Strider is a probable start against the Nationals. Daniel Castano against the Phils is a top of do not start. He's not so bad, and the the Phils aren't so terrifying right now. Uh, David Peterson is a probable start against the Cubs. Let him loose. 
Again, with that slide, ah, it's a top of questionable. The slide looks really good right now. Um, Aaron Nola at Miami's an auto star. Josh Rogers for the Nationals do not start. Adrian Sampson against the Mets do not start. Graham Ashcraft against the Cardinals. Top of do not start. I just don't really like where he's at right now. I think he needs a sinker. Jason Alexander, no thank you against the Giants. Uh, Bryce Wilson at Coors. Oh my lord, no. Steven Matz might be returning from the IL on Sunday. Consider that and do not start though. I don't think he'll be stretched out for it. Uh, Merrill Kelly at San Diego's top of questionable start. And Tony Sensatella, no thank you. Um, hosting the Pirates. Sean Manaya against the Diamondbacks. I'd say top of questionable. He has not been good. And Logan Webb is an auto start against the Brewers. Good luck this weekend, everybody. Uh, I'll be back, of course, tomorrow. And then I'll be off the entire next week for the Plus Pitch Podcast. Uh, for the All-Star break. Maybe I'll be back on Friday morning. But it is my one vacation of the year. But anyway, I'll be back tomorrow morning. So, good luck today. And may your babas be low and your strikeouts high.